0: Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money only on Money
1: FM 89.3.
0: He's in his final year at National University Singapore, studying quantitative finance and the man behind a social enterprise that has a mission at its heart. It wants to grow careers for everyone, regardless of traditional qualifications. And it recognizes that our, some of us have additional hurdles that hold us back, could be financial difficulties, could be social stigma. Hatch is a social enterprise in focus today. It helps disadvantaged youth find better jobs. I am thrilled to welcome Victor Chu, founder of the local social enterprise, which, by the way, at the end of last year, won $20,000. That was awarded by Singapore International Foundation's Young Social Entrepreneurs Program. We're going to find out. How did that happen?
1: I think it always falls back onto potential when it comes to um, what I work with. So I think it's very clear. Actually, it's quite relatable for most of us when we look at young people. We, what we see is that um, there's a lot of possible, like potential, like career paths that they can go into. But one thing that I realised was that um, p- possibly because of like how like Singapore's education may have been at a young age, even though like most of us would see it as a time to grow skills, I think for people who do not go through the t- traditional pathways, a lot of time they see that maybe like semi-skilled jobs or like Economy jobs. It's all that I can do. And I think that was something that did not really sit right with me. And I believe that like with the right training and with right support, it's possible to prepare anyone for this kind of growth careers.
0: That's really interesting because the HR landscape is changing. The job landscape is changing. And as you say, you're seeing the rise of the gig economy and you're seeing people without paper qualifications feeling this is all that they can do. But you also spot another gap in the market and that is a lack of tech talent that, you know, MNCs need hiring managers at Silicon Valley. Need. Tell me a little bit about spotting that and seeing an opportunity there for Hatch.
1: Hmm. There's a wide range of like, different talents in the tech space. I think I would speak for the ones that Hatch work with, which is the ones that are more related to like digital and design. So in this case, such as like the two tracks that we do, the UI UX design and the digital marketing. I think for these tracks in particular, what we see is that in recent years, the demand is steadily increasing. Whereas like the supply of this talent is not yet picking up that fast, traditional institutions are only beginning to start opening courses in these tracks. So this is an opportunity that Hatch sees and that this is why like, we design our programme around these related jobs. So
0: you're designing your programme for students who may not traditionally be the best academic learners. What is the approach of how your skills transfer works?
1: It has to be extremely hands-on. It has to be in a way whereby um, anyone who comes in can understand. It's important for us that we distill whatever is required on the job into something that's very condensed for the students. So we go directly to the companies that are hiring. We ask them, like, what are the skills that they look for we go right down to like what exactly is the program that they use in say like UX design or digital marketing after going to like the different companies these are the hiring companies we patch. so eventually like when the students graduate they go and work into these companies
0: can you name some of the hiring companies that you work with
1: Mm, yes definitely we work with a range of different companies it ranges from like startups to local smes and also we have some non-profits as well i think one of the interesting ones was rice media the one who produces articles Yeah, and I think one one of the very empowering things that I realized was that for the student that we matched to Rice Media, she first started out doing digital marketing for Rice Media. And after her period of placement, she continued on doing editorials because they identified that she has a very strong writer's voice. Um, eventually, she wrote articles about her experiences, and I think that was on one hand very empowering for her, and I think on the other hand, it's really brought the conversation for like the local community around the idea of how the environment growing up can affect the decisions that one make.
0: Is that what she chose to write about?
1: Yes. Yeah. Sorry. So um, she 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 wrote an article about her experiences um, growing up in Jalan um, one of the poorest neighbourhoods in Singapore. I think that she has written many other like very brilliant articles as well. But that was one that really like left an impression on me because it's a unique angle that's not written from the perspective of somebody who grew up there themselves.
0: That's fascinating and an unexpected benefit as well because here you are job matching, essentially helping underprivileged youth you know, use all their talents and then they find a voice wherever they are, even in the corporate world. Really fascinating. So Hatch has been awarded $20,000 by my friends, the Singapore International Foundation, traveled with them, loved them, SIF's Young Social Entrepreneurs 2019 program. Now that is a program that inspires and enables youth of different nationalities to start and scale up their social enterprises in Singapore and beyond. So tell us why this award was given to Hatch first up and how you're planning to use the seed money.
1: Hmm. Hedge was part of the Young Social Entrepreneurs Program. Essentially, it is sort of a six month long program. I think b- beyond like the seed funding, what's very, very valuable from the program. It's the mentorship that it provides, as well as a very nice little community of social entrepreneurs, whereby you can understand each other's challenges and also you can help each other work through them, because we do have social enterprises from like the different stages inside there. Mm-hmm. So Hatch went through this program. At the end of it, we pitched what we do, and we were one of the social enterprises that were awarded the $20,000. Okay,
0: so I'm going to ask, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Did you mm-hmm. have the idea for Hatch before you joined the Young Social entre- Entrepreneurs Program, or...? The other way around. Mm,
1: I, I had the idea for Hatch before that already.
0: Okay. And then you recruit your other friends in the undergrad world as well to, to join you, right? Yes. It's a team of what, six? Less um, than ten?
1: We have a team of four. Team yeah, of four. So all pretty pretty young people ourselves. So I think it's it does really make a difference. On one end, it helps us to relate better to like the people we work with. On the other end, I think like it's a work that really aligns with our belief and I think that makes us push harder.
0: Fascinating. What do you hope Hatch can do in Singapore? There are many platforms for job training and job matching. What do you hope to see in terms of the kind of change it can precipitate?
1: I think what is different about Hatch and what's going to remain as what differentiates us is that Hatch is designed for everyone. For anyone who is looking at upskilling, for anyone who is looking at entering into a growth career, I think, like, the truth is that in the training space, as much as there are different courses available, it's it's a very scary landscape to navigate, right? Because here we have, when as, like, someone who is looking for these courses, I see that there's a bunch of courses. Um, they all cost thousands of dollars. And I think, like, that is actually not the scariest part. The scariest part is that before I, I, I enroll, I wouldn't really know, like, how well I would do, right? Because ultimately, every, everybody is going to be saying that um, everybody is industry-relevant, Um, industry relevant, um And everybody has like very, very good trainers. So I think what what Hatch does, and this this is why we designed our program with placement at the core of it. So essentially, placement is part of the program. So if you join this program, if you meet the milestones, these companies do want to hire you. It's aligned with their interests. And to us, it's important that we work with this part. I think one of the other areas that we really want to do more is our marketing and outreach. Mm. Because a lot of times... Yes, thanks so much. I think like a lot of times what we realise is that not many people know about what we term as like growth careers. So here we have like two tracks in digital marketing and UI UX design. We put it out there that these programmes are for everybody. We have track record of people who come in who say they might have dropped out even primary school who has completed a programme gone on to the companies continued on with the companies and done very well.
0: Is it just young people who can come to Hatch or um, you know can, can someone who's much older never been through you know, primary school even come to Hatch because they think, oh, I can do storytelling on this UIUX.
1: There is no hard requirement for coming to Hatch. Essentially, it is a lot about motivation and drive and that is going to continue to be how we select the people. As ultimately, like we do believe, at heart of it, we believe that those are really like the key criteria for someone to succeed. Glad in this to space. hear that.
0: Glad to hear that. Because sometimes I think, you're right, when it comes to navigating the, the courses, websites, you have to have a certain amount of digital literacy and literacy just to navigate. The websites for these courses, yes, and then and then fill out all the fields. Let alone worry about the funding. How can companies listening in come on board as a hiring
1: company? Well, c- companies can reach out to us. I think what we would do is we will be very clear about who these graduates are and what they can do and what they cannot do. Essentially, we are looking for companies who see not only like a real business need for this group of talents, but also see a real value in like developing them. Because ultimately, we are looking at placing our candidates into companies and for them to grow within the companies as well. It's it's a lifelong process, right? Like we always say.
0: Mm-hmm. What are the guards? Because sometimes you see, you know, companies take on interns and then sort of make them do the grunt work, which I really, uh, you know, think is Abhorrent. So what are the guards in place to make sure that the hiring companies then put these people to task in line with the sort of job matching criteria that they've stated that they want?
1: Yes. So I think that that's very interesting that you raised that up because we do get a lot of companies who, I guess, like, maybe like it's, it, it might be a mindset thing, right? That this group of people are interns and that they should be willing to, like, you know, start from the bottom and, like, do whatever is required. I do think that there is a big difference between, like, having the mindset to develop and groom someone versus just taking somebody in to do the work that Absolutely. you don't want to do, right? Absolutely. So for Hatch, one of the first things we do is that interns are paid. It helps us to see about companies who see, like, real value in. Them, Right. And um, essentially, I think during the placement program, there is also somebody from the company, usually the direct supervisor, who is in touch with Hatch. Mm. And what we do during this placement period is that we continue to collect feedback from the supervisor. And we also collect feedback from the students as well. And on some instances whereby it helps to bridge that communication, Hatch does that. And I think like eventually that does help to contribute to the eventual like, placement success. This
0: is a lot of work that Hatch is doing and you, you're going to graduate this year. How's that coming along? Have you managed to balance everything as an undergraduate in quantitative finance and founder of Hatch, a social enterprise?
1: I, I think like balancing something, it's, there's, there's really like no straight up formula. But I think one of the things I, I realized was to really just focus on what's important to me. Right. And I think that it's something that goes for my team as well. We support each other a lot. The good thing is that we have like different like intensive periods. So we do like help each other along here and there.
0: Fascinating. Well, thank you for coming by and good luck with Hatch.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: He's Victor Chu, and we've been talking about local social enterprise, Hatch. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg